to the Lars Larson Show. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'll get back to your phone calls and your emails shortly, but it gives me great pleasure to welcome back to the program the Executive Director of the Federation of American Immigration Reform, Bob Dane. Uh, Bob, uh, I wanted to talk to you about Donald Trump's new immigration plan, and you might give me, I, I think I know the, the, the plan pretty well, but I want to get Fair's uh, view on this because... Uh, uh, Kilmeade, Brian Kilmeade has me on uh, his Fox show tonight uh, to talk about it. And I, I think this is going to be a great plan if, if the Congress and the bureaucracy cooperate in opening up some new opportunities for American citizens. What do you think? It's a it's historic opportunity. Uh, yeah, long overdue common sense reforms. Uh, certainly a one, once in a lifetime opportunity, I think, uh, to get it right. Trump's plan is basically uh, five different things. You build the wall so we can secure the border. You add resources to the Border Patrol and ICE and more immigration judges so we can enforce the law. Stop sanctuary cities. Protect American citizens. Implement E-Verify so we protect American jobs. And then pass the RAISE Act to get rid of chain migration and lower overall levels of immigration so that the immigrants that we do have coming in, Lars, have a better likelihood of succeeding. These priorities, which were released uh, about 36 hours ago, they shouldn't come as any surprise. They're the core of the Trump administration campaign promises going back a year and a half now. And throughout this year, the administration has been working towards this whole year using as much executive authority allowable. Now it's time to put it all together and bake the cake legislatively. Well, you know that I'm a Trump fan. I endorsed him early on, and I stand by him, especially on this subject. And I don't want to take anything away from President Trump, but an awful lot of both the practical side of this and what Donald Trump wants to do is already in American immigration policy and American law, isn't it? Well, uh, certainly the fence is one of those. You don't you don't need additional um, legislation to get the fence built. There's no question that enormous strides have been made. The morale and the ICE and Border Patrol are way up. But you're going to have to take a bite out of these sanctuary cities. You need legislation to cut the funding. You need impl you need to implement worksite verification so that we know who's applying for jobs. And if you're not here legally, you don't get the job. And really, the only way to convert our our antiquated immigration system into a 21st century successful model for a value-added high-tech society is by legislation so that we get rid of chain migration. In other words, if you come to the country, you can bring your spouse and minor children, but you can't bring the whole village with you. It does not make any sense for our nation, for the workforce. Particularly, it doesn't make sense for immigrants coming in. By the way, Bob, I want to ask you about that in particular, because I have a problem with chain migration as well, and people don't realize. We let in one immigrant legally, and he says, well, I need to bring my mom. Uh, and she needs to bring her mom because her mom is older and needs some help, and, and they need to bring in my cousin, and et cetera, et cetera. And you end up with six or eight people, I, maybe even as many as nine people coming in uh, when you agreed to let in one. It's like my, if I ask my wife if I can bring one guy home for dinner and I bring six, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pose a hardship. So, But my concern is that if they get this through, how likely is that to be dismantled by the courts down the line uh, when the courts act sort of legislatively and they say, oh, they never meant to do this because it's so unfair to let, you know, this guy in from Russia and then not let him bring the rest of his family with him. Uh, I just I worry about what the courts are going to do this down the line. You, you should worry because we're living in a much different. I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, we're living in a much different world than we used to. Um, the odds are uh, we're in a much more divided country, so the odds are much higher that with each successive administration coming in, 
that you're you're more likely to have one uh, uh, the next administration dismantle what the previous one one did or not enforce it. You've got more activism at the court level and at the um, federal uh, judge level, and of course you've got a very activist uh, far left media. So whatever the deal is, the grand bargain, the horse trade between DACA for the DACA recipients and the hard left that wants that legislated, and all of the rest of us who want four, five, six different items of true reform, um, you know, you're really going to have to have a very solid package put together because you do risk it being dismantled in the future. You're, you're very right about that. All right, and in the meantime, uh, the reason I said a lot of it's in law right now, and, and again, I'm not trying to diminish what Trump is doing, but when they say we've got a couple of hundred thousand people sitting there waiting for asylum claims to be heard, so we need a, a few hundred new judges and we need more agents, those are all about just taking the existing law and simply having enough people to enforce it, which I don't think anybody would object to. And yet, you know, sure enough, the liberals do object to it. Well, uh, that is true. Uh, it's it's one of the reasons, for example, there's two bills out there, meaningless enforcement bills, the McCall bill and the Cornyn bill, which uh, are hollow promises of enforcement. And the very reason we don't think those are very appropriate right now is for the very reason that you're saying, because the administration has the authority, the latitude, and the resources to already do it. We've got a lot, a lot of laws already on the books, and that's the problem we've had for the last eight years. The Obama administration has systematically dismantled most of our interior and, and perimeter enforcement by simply not enforcing existing laws. Can you tell me this? In one of the points of this plan, he talks about stronger northern border security. What's that about? Well, you know, you, know, you can uh, walk right across the border. Yeah, you uh, can. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet the family farm on a uh, intensification of uh, the northern border, um, but I would certainly see that. Look, we've got to get the southern wall built. Now, I know you, you and I both know that the wall, while it's important, it's only one element of true comprehensive uh, reform. Agreed. Because unless you dry up the magnets that draw so many illegal aliens here and the bevy of benefits that keep them here. All of the fencing on the southern border in the world won't work. But that said, there is no turning back. The wall has to be built because it has become the symbolic and durable centerpiece of this administration's resolve to enforce our immigration laws. If that wall gets built, everything else that we need to do is possible. But if Congress fails to fund it and build it, then the national resolve will diminish, and certainly Trump will have a major, major policy defeat. All right, I agree with you on that. There are two things that I like especially about the wall. Walls tend to be permanent. That is, it's tough to get it built, even though the Congress voted for it 10 years ago. But if it gets built, I don't think a future president, no matter how crazy liberal, is going to say, let's tear the wall down. That's going to be difficult. Secondly, I've seen what a wall can do. There's a 500-mile wall between the Palestinian terrorists and the country of Israel. And when they put it up and they patrolled it, uh, the amount of terrorism coming into that country, knife, knifings, shootings, and bombings, dropped by more than 95% by actual count. So when people say, ah, fence a wall, that's not going to do any good, they'll get a bigger ladder. Well, that didn't happen in one of the most dangerous places in the world. A fence and a wall actually did some good. Bob, you do some good at the Federation for American Immigration Reform, and we always appreciate your insights. Thanks, Lars. Glad to have you on. Bob Dane, the Executive Director of FAIR.